Surprise me, Trebek 16. Answer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Blessed World presents Louis Lowe and his hostile heartbreaks. How much can a heart take? This is. This is. Yes, it is. The introduction. So don't let go, or you gonna darken your minds. Stay humble. Can you handle me? I know you hear me now. Fight these feelings. Help me with these hostile heartbreaks. I'm knowing I ain't got it all, but every chance that I get, I'ma fix it to that problem solve. And overcame for the pain just to numb it all. But what you take for a break that's deep in your heart, damn, you've been deeply scarred. Knowing that I played the part, damn, but every plot got a story with a twist involved. Damn, like when you broke my heart and you played your cards, and the bridges start to fall like that London song. Everybody go through issues. So dry your eyes, baby girl, and wipe your nose with this tissue. Dry your eyes. Just know I'm with you. And every storm that you in, I'ma walk it to the end, or I'ma come and get you. We know the mission. And I'ma fill you with this love till you boom like a bomb when it's ticking. So stop your tripping. And listen to my heart, it's gonna tell you from afar that I'm sticking with you. Cause even though we miles apart, baby, you still hold my heart. And we're, yeah, we are back. I mean, yeah, it's been three, four days since the last episode. Uh, but we had to get this content out of as it's basically the hot topic. Um, well, let's go with the introduction. My name is Pimp, and this is the podcast. Uh, of course, with me is the man, the myth, the legend, the million dollar dream frame. What's going on, man? Yeah, this is a, a, an emergency episode. So, yes, you know, we, 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 we back at it. Oh, it. We're back like we forgot something. So, you know. Uh, and the crazy thing is we haven't really forgot nothing. It's just, okay. No, so, no. so to give people content that's listening, um, Thursday we dropped the episode for the dogs and all. Uh, this was a prelude, I guess you will, before the release of the new Drake album that came uh for my dogs since the time of that recording until right now a lot of things have developed and we felt like we came together and felt like it's so much content here that we just couldn't wait till thursday to drop it so there will be an episode most likely drop it around thursday thursday friday ish but this is more of the right now like we're getting this out right now um, yeah, yeah, we had we had to because the internet has been tripping, like really just tripping and just being too weirded out. Not like, well, more than per usual, because you know, just too many weirdos just be on Twitter. So, but they really went the extra mile to be extra extra weird upon this album release and after hearing it and all the nonsensical think pieces and stupid narratives that followed so 
Well, we can start light with before we can get into the main course, because of course we're back in the kitchen, so we're gonna start off. With you guys off with some appetizers. Uh, from when the album released, you had the typical memes of people, oh, you're waiting until six a.m. for an album drop, or right. Uh, so the the al- so the album got the album got delayed. It got delayed about six hours. Uh, it did not come out at the standard uh, midnight. Uh, release time and um, yeah I mean yeah some people stood up I actually well I actually went to sleep uh, knowing well knowing me uh, I'm like all right well since the album may drop in I'm just gonna just get a good rest but I will be waking up so <laughs> I woke up at like 5:55 woke up five minutes woke up five minutes before the album came out my time. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I felt like that was the way to do it. You know, uh, if you chose to stay up until 6 a.m. after it was announced it wasn't going to come out, then, hey, that salute to you. You know, I mean, if you had all that time and maybe is, I don't know. Well, have, me, have, person- well, me yeah, personally, we- I, I didn't really stay up and I didn't really set an alarm. I knew, I just knew like by the time I woke up, um, there were two advantages of this because I knew one that by the album dropping at six, I could have be well rested so I can digest the album properly. Uh, also, Twitter wouldn't have been on tweeting for the last six hours. Yeah, I just, I, just feel like, I, I, I just felt like that was the way to go as opposed to staying up like all night being sleep deprived just to hear a new album and not really digest it and not really be in like the, the best like mental space to, um, you know, to enjoy it, you know? So. Cause I don't make excuses for the Uzi album. Cause I was like, man, I was tired. I was trying to listen to it while, um, but I was tired. And I, and I guess that's part of my excuses for that first week. Yeah, but yeah. yeah also, so, you also you had Twitter. Twitter didn't have nothing to talk about because you know you always have them people that says like, "Oh yeah, this is album of the year." And after listening to something for like all of oh yeah, minutes, not, yeah, everybody like yeah, nothing else really. Um, I don't think really nothing else dropped for them to even speak on. You know, everyone kind of just got out of the way because you know, like Drake is just you know he's him. So exactly, no, no one is, no one is. I mean, it, it's suicide for you to drop the same, you know, the same day as him. Like, it really is. I'm so, trying to remember the last time that someone actually dropped the same day as him. Like, uh, in terms of, in terms of acts, I know I remember when Rick Ross dropped a, dropped his project the same day as Drake's uh, More Life album back in 2017. So that- but besides, but besides that, I I can't really think of who you know. In terms on the same day, who who, who prominent? I mean, I, I still consider Rick Ross to be prominent in 2017, you know. And well, yeah, of course. I mean, <clears throat> n- nobody knew would have done that. that yeah, again, of course. That so the so so uh, let's just get into it. The album came out at six. I heard it, and you know, it, and you know what, and you know what, for the probably for the first time. I actually stayed off of Twitter. 
I wasn't live tweeting as I was listening to the album, you know? Oh. Uh, kind of like what I did with the Uzi album and kind of like what I've been doing with, you know, projects in the past. Um, I just listened to the album. I turned off Twitter, listened to the album, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it a lot. Uh, spoiler alert, this is my album of the year. Um, but we're, we're not talking about the music itself. We're talking about like, kind of like the aftermath of, you know, they, this, this is not about the music itself. This is the aftermath. This is like what, what, what weirdos on the internet and, you know, music personalities have, have been saying. So, um, I made the mistake after hearing the album a couple times you guessed it, going on Twitter. And man, the shit that I was seeing. Well, at first it was all positive. It was all, it was all positive, you know, feedback. And then the haters woke up. You know, the haters woke up. I guess they didn't wake up at 6 a.m., 7 o'clock to hear it. Like, they woke up, like, later in the day, probably, like, you know, like, 11 o'clock, 12 noon. And that's when... Just all these dumbass things. I, I swear, like, so, so most of you, most of you complicate, most of your publications need to be sued. So I didn't really see no publications as far as, I mean, there was, I, I mean, there was, I mean, not really from like, uh, like, Matt, like like writers, like journalists, and I got to put air quotes in journalists because I don't know where y'all got y'all journalist degrees, but the the think pieces y'all were writing was just nasty. And as a journalist, you guys were like misspelling a couple of words. It's kind of incredible how you have a journalist degree and you're like, you know, you're you're misspelling some things. But that's another, you know. Well, I don't feel like, I mean, if I can give my honest opinion on, like, journalism, well, music journalism in 2023, I don't think none of these people have actual degrees. I it's all, like, yeah, it's all not, it's, yeah. And I, it's not really, and, and it's not really that impressive. You, you make, they make journalism look like anyone could fucking do it. Like, it well, used to be like, it, it used to be like a, 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 maybe not a skill, but a talent, you know, like back in the day with like real journalism and like, you know, news coverages and whatnot, you know? Well, uh, real quick, if, if you remember in the turn of the century around the 2000s, I think MTV started this trend of like not having real journalism because you had, um, God, what is that guy's name that passed that uh, normally did the MTV news like at the end of oh, the um, Oh, my God. What was his name? Uh, Kurt Lauder. Kurt Lauder, yes. I think he was like the He passed last... away? Yeah. I had no idea he passed away. He was a legend. Yeah. He was yeah, a legend. Couple... Actually, he's been gone for like a couple years now. Not too... I... It's not it's not too crazy. I would say like in between the last three years, he probably passed I had no away. idea. I used to watch... Yeah. He used to... But... He used to break... He used to break a lot of news um, so... for, for, like for MTV. So, but then you had, like, the Sways, who really wasn't, like, in journalism, but just had a good grip on music. Then you had that um, one on yeah, it's TV. Just, it's just, like, it's, I don't know, like, personality started to take over. Like, it, it became more, like, sensual, like, sensualized, like, nonsense. 
it, it no longer was about, oh, I have an insider like that told me like, no, like no one had no insiders, no inside scoops. They just wanted to just make stuff up and make up stories. Yeah, and then that's you know, also like, like just, they then, just wanted they they wanted to put out like false narratives and uh, it's nasty. Journalism's dead. It's I been mean, dead for a while. Well, like, as far as music goes, definitely. I mean, because I mean, it, on one good thing <clears> we did end up getting the rise of academics because let's call a spade a spade. I don't think he has a journalist degree. He just capitalized on drill music at the time, and I think yeah, I just, he, yeah, yeah. I just feel like that's why we have academics in the first place. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. And then you got DJ Vlad and Adam Twenty Two. Like you had these people Man, who just I'm basically. A, I'm, and, I'm, and 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 I'm not a fan of any of them, to be honest. Right. Um, I, I just, just feel just like they capitalized. Just, just, just yeah, you're right. They did. They did. And I feel like you, like you, Twitter folks, you, you dweebs. You no-life trolling losers. Like, y'all, I swear, they try to, they want to be the next academics and Vlad and Adam 22. Like, they try to. They they try to, bro. They really do. And I've been seeing this even since we started the podcast. But even, but you know what? And and I want to tell you guys a quick story because me and you was talking about the podcast yesterday. uh, But, Here's something that is news to Prem as well as the people that's listening. The main reason I feel like um, me doing a podcast was going to have longevity is because the one thing that I wasn't going to do is just fish for interactions. Like a lot of these people say controversial things because they know that'll get the algorithm moving. Like people, and I, and even towards this, and I've been saying this for like a while now. I feel like Drake hate is really forced because there's no, because a, a lot of the times when we, uh, when people attack Drake, I feel like it's more about his personality and how he comes off versus the actual music. Like, I honestly Listen, feel been, like. Look, look, they've been attacking Drake his whole career. He could take it. Right, you know, but I still feel like take these it. people okay, you don't like, fish. Okay, you don't like my album. You don't like my album. Okay, fine, cool. That, that's your opinion. You're entitled to it. But what you're not going to do is send out personal attacks about me when you don't know me. At the end of the day, these regular nine to five jobbers, or I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, most of you don't even have a job. Actually, Twitter is your job because you Twitter blue, you you Twitter blue ass losers. Like you said, you put out controversial takes to try to get cheap impressions, and that and that gets you paid a little. That get, that 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 gets a little money in your pocket. Hey, I made like hey, I made twenty two dollars by uh, by posting a, a Drake hate tweet, and and you and you're proud of that, and you're literally proud that you made twenty two dollars. Listen, whatever pays the bills. Uh, what bill? What what bill is twenty two dollars for them? Listen, listen. Doesn't cover. It doesn't cover. Just, it doesn't cover your phone bill. <laughs> listen, there's more of a figure of speech. I mean, listen. Be happy with the McDouble, I guess. And 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 you even have some people that have higher platforms. Like I just seen um one person that uh, I do watch on YouTube, considering Drake the most sensitive person 
this most sensitive rapper in the world. And it's just like, it's so baffling to me. Like we live in a generation where we are allowed to express our opinions, but if anybody tries to defend something that's said against them, that automatically <laughs> makes them sensitive. Like that's that is so the, weird. That is the weakest, that is the weakest thing. Yo, you said something about me. I'm not allowed to respond. Yeah, if I don't like, res- if I don't respond, then I'm then I'm I'm scared or like I, I got something to hide. But if I do respond and say that you're a liar, then I'm sensitive for calling you for calling you out because you called me out first. Yo, that doesn't listen. That doesn't work in the streets. Yeah, it, and I'm it, not a street and I'm not a street person, but I've been outside. You know, middle school, high school. You know. In, in my early twenties, like that does not fly. If someone spoke, if someone spoke bad on your name, and it get and it gets back to you, you want to go and confront that person. But not yeah, a, but not a single not a single time when you went and confront somebody for supposedly, you know, putting smut on your name. Would that person respond with, oh, why are you being sensitive? Well, see, it's that is, we'll that see, is never the case. That's, that's how we know the world's going soft because we making these narratives to protect the keyboard warriors of the world. Um, because if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, everything is in the favor of the keyboard warrior. Like if you say something about somebody uh, and they don't respond to that person, then that person's soft. But then if somebody responds to that person that was, you know, slandering their name, then next thing you know, oh, well, he, he, he's being feminine. Like, he, he gave out a think piece. He, he reacted like a girl. Like, everything is, think of it like the gun laws, right? Nobody benefits from gun laws except for the criminals. And that's the same thing with the keyboard warriors. And, 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 and the gun companies. Right. That's the so, same. Well, well, yeah. So... Someone that I follow, they had posted that, you know, this is like, uh, this is like, you know, reminds him of Wale from like years ago. Right. Like Wale had put out his album. It was called Shine. And it wasn't met. It wasn't received very well. And he reacted by lashing out against um, Complex News, Complex Magazine, um some music reviewers and they deemed him to be again sensitive you know but what you but what they don't realize is like you know while they was going through a lot personally uh in his career in terms of like his label situation like his label kind of did him dirty and he wanted off like he was facing a lot of there was a lot going on and right. so kind of like you know the 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 or what do you call it? Kind of like that was the last straw. Like it's like you know what I had enough. It's like you know. It's like the it's like the dam burst, and um, you know he lashed out and he had enough. He had to air out his grievances. You know. This though, this is this is different in terms of like, because like I said, okay, if you don't like my album, cool, that's your opinion, and it's not law. That's the thing, like, people think their opinions are law. Like, if I said that this album isn't good, then you all have to agree with me. And, and the same if you feel like the album, is, and it's the same if you feel like you do like the album. 
you know? Well, it's so, even, well, it's it's more worse than that because but this wasn't even you, about when, but this wasn't but this wasn't Twitter, even about an album. Well, because see, well, no, it wasn't about the album. But one thing that I also do hate, and then we can go into more of this backlash. I never see so much backlash on a good album. Like that's crazy. Like you even garbage. What, but 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, but here's the, but, but here's the thing though. So. If you support a person, if you say it's just so weird because if you go on social media and say like this album's like the greatest album, the best album of the year, oh man, you meat glaze it, oh oh you you dick right like that's, that's another one. Like that, that so, is that is another stupid narrative, just like with the sensitive stuff. It's like, oh, if I pray some if I like something, I am dick riding. Right. If but I it, if I if I hate something, I'm a hater. Yeah, it's just it, it it's one of those narratives that is like as an individual that's just like if you enjoy somebody's music, if you are a fan of their work, it's a narrative that's designed to where you if know. you praise them too much, you're you're dick riding. If you are too critical of their work, you're a hater. Like listen, which is pretty- which is why and here's the thing that I do. Here's the thing that I do. And maybe, you know, whoever's listening can pick up on this and, and use this as, you know, advice. If I listen to an album and I don't like it, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not going to say a single word about it. You know? I mean, in a um, sense that you can't... on. Of online of all things, and here's and like here's it's the, sad and, 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 that we and, and, and can't and I'll express. Take it, and, and I'll take it a step further. Drake has had the same people hating on him for years, and yet every time he drops a new album, they are the first to comment on it. Well, goddamn, I didn't realize. You know, if you like, if you didn't like someone for years, you still listen to their music. Like, what do you? Like if I'm listening to somebody, like you get only like two two album attempts out of me. After that, I'm not listening to your stuff. I'm not gonna keep coming back and listen to your new album if if I'm just gonna get the same result. Allegedly, I, I feel like these people are I feel like these people are closet Drake fans. But if they openly admit that they're Drake fans, then that's like uh, uh I don't know that that's like a, a a stain on them or something to like. They feel embarrassed to be Drake fans. I mean, listen. Like at the end of the day, I'm a grown ass man. If I say, yeah, like I like like what you like. Honestly, there's worse. There's worse artists that you feel are. I've seen people on here openly admit, yeah, man, we're still bumping that R. Kelly. So you would openly admit that you still listen to R. Kelly and are still a fan of R. Kelly's, but it's too big of you to. Admit to being a Drake fan? Because because here's the thing though. I mean, a lot of this narrative I, is pushed. I, I just, a lot I, of this narrative is that. pushed. A lot of this narrative a lot of that narrative is pushed because to be honest, you either got two groups of people when it comes to like somebody saying being a quote unquote Drake hater or somebody that says you're dick riding Drake. Okay. You got the people that's too old. that can't relate to music like this. And they're wishing that, uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg will come back with an album. They hoping that 50 cent comes back with an album. Or you got the younger crowd who's mad that people like 
artists like Youngboy, who people swear is up and down, is like gonna have more hits than Michael Jackson, can't even get 22k out the first week. Yeah, and I and I have to preference this by saying, uh, the people that are that have been you know uh, giving Drake a lot of crap for this album are are the old heads essentially. You know, we're not going to get into the music, but, you know, kind of just give like a quick little preview. This album ain't for the old heads. This is something that is for, you know, like there's bops, there's there's bangers. I mean, there isn't much rapping, which, you know, upsets the rap fans, of course, you know. Um, which I can understand that a 40-something-year-old can't really relate to. You know, I, I could get that, even though I don't. I mean, there's there's mad R and B joints on there. I don't I don't understand that. I'm gonna put it to you uh, like this: I feel like people like Drake, that people that dislike Drake, and even the people that dislike Future, these are family people, men and family women, and they can't relate to the being toxic. They can't relate to having toxic relationships because they they're. Heavy I mean, what do you want? Him, like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, what do you want him to do? He's not going to get political. He's not going to preach to you about, you know, uh, 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 the world's issues or anything like that. He's not going to do that. He's and never. And the fact he's, is, he's, even when rappers he's never give done you, that. When rappers what do you, what do you, you what, that. what do you want him? What do you want him to give him? What, do, what do you want his take on? Uh, on uh, on what uh, trans rights or something <laughs> like? Look, can you, even can you imagine? The here's the thing: when rappers give people this, it doesn't get real received. We talked about this back when um the unfortunate passing of the, uh Gilly the Kid's kid died. In. A lot of people said like, "Oh, it was his the way his son was rapping." It's like, listen, if people give you politically correct music, y'all wouldn't listen to this shit. Anyway, if somebody nah, they was, were, they, they was also giving uh, Gilly hell as well. Like, oh wait a minute, you ma- you're making a hundred million dollars over there on Barstool, and you couldn't move your your family well, out the hood. You well, remember that? that? Yeah, was... I remember that too. But what I'm saying is, politically correct music doesn't get played. Okay, nobody is is one of Kendrick Lamar's problems. Like, you want to have these this politically correct music. Okay, fine. But then when you get politically correct, y'all don't even like that. So you have groups of people who swear up and down like people need to grow up and their music needs to mature more. But then y'all wouldn't even listen to the mature shit. Like there's people. Listen listen to me. Hear me clear. Mature music is boring. It's boring. It's yeah, boring. Listen, like it's just like I there's didn't... no like here's the thing. Like I listen, we watch movies, right? We watch Marvel, we watch DC superhero movies, we watch action-packed movies, you know. That's our escape from reality. We know yeah. there's no we 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 know there's no superheroes in 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 real life. There's no, you know. But it's an escape from reality. You know, of like, yo, the 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 world is world's terrible. I don't even watch the news of all the, you know, I mean, you know what's going on over there right now in uh, in, in in Israel. I know everything. You know what's going on, on over there. Yeah, I'm Israel, about to meet. Palestine. I'm about to. Everything you, you that's know going what? on. 
quick side note, I'm about to mute all of that from my timeline, and I don't mean to sound malice when I say this, but listen, we got our own problems over here. For people yeah. in the United States to be sitting up there, oh, well, they bombing over here. Okay, they killing people, people, people in Chicago. Are, people are They're, protesting in, in the city, in, in front of the UN. You have one side that's supporting the Palestinians, the other side that's supporting the uh, supporting Israel. And you have me that's not supporting none of this shit. I got my own problems. But you got to look at it like, yo, the Palestinian, like these Hamas dudes, these Hamas people, they are literally kidnapping women and children and and sending them off to the Gaza Strip as, and using them as like hostages and human shields saying, hey, tell, telling the Israel soldiers, hey, you keep you keep bombing us. We're going to start executing hostages. Like that is what's going on right now, as we're as we're recording, or actually in the last couple of days. That's what's going on right now. Hmm. So we listen. We try to escape shit like that, unfortunate shit like that. You know, through movies and music. If there was a movie that that you know touched on this sort of shit, I would not watch it. Nah. Same thing with music. If 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 uh, I mean I mean forget a rapper. If an artist starts getting political or starts talking about wars and you know uh, homelessness, like all the bad shit that's going on, I would I would tune out. Not because I'm ignorant, but because like I mean, what is like what are you gonna like? What is your voice going to do to solve it? It's nothing. Like, you're not going to do any, like, your music isn't going to move the needle in trying to come up with the, with a resolution. It's going to bring awareness, sure, but awareness is not going to, awareness doesn't amount up to much of anything. I'm sorry. You could donate, you could, you know, oh, you could send money out like, to whatever charity or whatever, you know, uh, uh, foundation, but it's not going to do anything. Like... Like, who are we kidding? On top of that, it's just like, again, we have our own issues over here. And as much as everybody just have this really weird belief that we can all just fix whatever's going on. And we, bro, we, this bro, we just surpassed the United States is I read something maybe like maybe two weeks ago that we surpassed like $4 trillion in debt. Yeah. We're $4 trillion in debt. Gas prices are up to $6.60 in California. Listen, I'm in tune with what's going on in, in, in this country, and I don't like it. Government is, the government is on verge of shutdown. There's no Speaker of the House. They booted the Speaker of the House. That, that hasn't been done uh, since the uh, 1800s. Mm. So there's nobody there's, so there's nobody that's speaking for the um, there's no one that's speaking for the House of Representatives right now. So there's a lot of turmoil and, and we want an escape from that through music. And honestly, Drake, he does that. He come. He has. He his music is the most relatable, easy to uh, you know 
to 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 rock to, uh, you know, catchy songs, you know. It's just an escape of all just just the, you know, from from high tax rates and you know, uh hatred, racism, you know. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, am I like I mean, no. I mean, at the end of the day, like, pe- <laughs> like we want to just enjoy ourselves and like try to get away from reality. And that's what a lot of that's why people are so into sports. That's why people play video games. That's why people have high. Oh my God! Do you remember? Uh, you remember? I mean, you remember what happened with Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. He t- he takes he takes a knee. In well, because he he wanted police brutality against you know against black people to end and people were getting on him like you know publications media were like oh my god like i can't believe he's bringing politics into sports yeah so why can't we like let us like let us yeah let us have our sports don't make it political don't make it like racy or whatever the case may be and eventually they got him out of here they gave him some hush money and told him to fuck off. And he's still to this day. I don't know why he's still trying to get back in the NFL, Colin. I'm sorry. The Jets are not signing you. Go, go, go play. Go. I don't know why. Go play in the XFL. If you want to, if you want to continue to pursue a, 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 a career, there's another league in the spring that would have you in op- with open arms. And more, and more than that, it's just again he literally lost his, I, I, you can say his career job because he was opinionated about something. Yeah. So again, he had, a, what, he had an opinion. He had an opinion. This is this is in line. This this is in line with the LeBron shut up and dribble. This is yeah. right in line with that. Like you can't have an opinion about politics, LeBron. Just play basketball and keep quiet. Right. No. So athletes athletes have voices too. Athletes can have opinions too. Like they're right. they're not robots. They're not just like these strong athletic um, you know uh, specimens. You know. So okay. So then we go. So then we get into this whole album. Everybody's crying. All right, yeah, let's get back. Let's get back. Yeah, so everybody's yeah, this is all. Everybody's this crying. Is all, this and is bitching. all inter. Listen. This all inter interconnects. So it, yeah, so it intertwines Joe Budden, Joe Joseph Anthony Budden, aka like- Mouse, aka um, uh, the maybe like the the I don't know how you feel about him, but you know whether he, you feel you like he's what? an old hater or listen, you want to know exactly how I feel about Joe Budden? Let's just let's just let's just open up the windows and let's air it out. This is how I feel about Joe Budden's. <laughs> He does have a good lyrical prowess. I will give him credit for that. I, before I shit on him, he does have a good lyrical prowess. <laughs> he does. He does have good penmanship. I will give him that. Yeah, but, but that, I, that doesn't really. You, but listen, tweeted, a, great, a, a great rapper, a great rapper can also have a failed rap career. But but hold on, hold on. And I listen to what this. I yeah. listen to what I just said. A great rapper can still have a failed. Rap career, yeah. I mean, look at uh Cassidy, look at so many other artists 
that, you know, have good lyrical prowess, but can't say write an album. And I always said that about Cassidy. I mean, Cassidy you start cannot... out, listen, you start out hot and then you quickly just fall off. I'm, I'm going to go back to the 90s. Uh, no, one, no one remembers AZ. Oh, hell no. Nobody remembers AZ. I remember no. AZ, you yeah. know. I actually was a fan of his music. Uh, but people would deem him to be irrelevant now and forgotten. You know what but, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But one thing I would say about Joe Buttons is outside of the, you know, pattern back that I just gave him, he's in our tweeted this yesterday. It's like for us to say we need to respect Joe Budden's opinion on music is like telling LeBron or Giannis that, hey, this one guy had one good game his whole career, so you gotta respect what the fuck he has to say. And that's how I feel about uh-huh. Joe Budden's. Like, you can't give me, like, if you have something about someone's lyrical prowess, like, in general, okay, fine, I'll give it a listen, because you're you're kind of, you're not up there, but you're, you know, you're, you're, you're in the, you're you're in the room, I guess. But as far as a person who has who's one hit away from beating Michael Jackson's record, meanwhile, your one hit that you made just went gold 20 years ago, just went gold this year. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm not trying to listen. And, to and, not, you and not only and not only that, like they kind of clown the because, you know, pump it up. It, I mean, it was 20 years ago. And honestly, that song has aged badly. I mean, after 20 years, you know, with the beat and the pump, pump, I just like that was bro, the hook. <laughs> bro, bro, listen, I can say, listen, I can go to uh, Texas right now in the middle of summer, put some. Milk I mean, there's outside. a reason why. I mean, I, he'll like even Joe would tell you, yeah, I haven't performed that song in years and I would never perform that song again because I he, he hates that record. It's his most like it's his greatest song in terms of sales of notoriety. And and yet he despises that song. He despises it. Well, listen, like I like I was gonna say, like I can go to, in the middle of uh, Texas with a gallon of milk, sitting in the middle of the street, and that would still age more gracefully than Pump It Up. That's how bad Pump It Up is. It's like you, I, even <laughs> in a two thousand party, like a two thousand party, I would throw on in my white tee before I put on Pump It Up. I would throw on. Uh, oh yeah, Lean would have rocked with it. Yes, Frank, that Soldier Boy. Yeah, of course. Oh, Soldier Boy's getting mad crazy play before. Oh, yeah, it up. absolutely, like, look, look. absolutely. Um, definitely, it, definitely a couple, definitely a couple of old Bow Wow tunes for sure, for sure. Right. Like, um, let me find out. Someone put Pump It Up in the uh, 2000s party. You're getting kicked out. Like, why the fuck would you play that? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So he. he um, uh, he was talking. So his last episode, he was uh, he was talking about the album, and he didn't shit on the. He actually said he liked the album, but this is again, this is not about the music. Uh, yeah. He got into like some personal attacks, talking about you know, hey Drake, you're 36, you're about to be 37 soon, and you need to start hanging with people your old age, your your old age, your own age, <laughs> your own age. Uh, and you need, and you're, I guess you're trying to say like his content needs to be more mature and you need to stop hanging with little Yachty. Who's like 26. Uh, you, you, and you need to stop, you know, fucking 25 year olds, which 
that was probably the straw that broke the camel's back and got Drake to respond. And, right. you know, we'll, we'll get to the Drake response. Um, yeah. And that, that, that prompted people to pull up, well, Joe, you're telling Drake to stop fucking 25-year-old girls, but your baby mother, your, well, your, your, new, well your, your last baby mother, when she got pregnant, you were 39 and she was 25. Right. So it's a classic case of the pot calling the kettle black. It's like you're bashing me for something that you did first or you did before, you know? And, and when it comes to that... What are your thoughts on, on that? When it, when, it, when it comes to that, again, like you said, it's the kettle calling the pot black. Like, I mean, we're talking about a guy who's almost 50 that brags about being in strip clubs still like at your old age like you're almost yeah. someone's p- p- grandpa and i believe and i think someone else pointed this out too his new he has a new girl he has a new girlfriend he's in a new relationship she's 26 26 27 and you're 45 and he's 40 i think he's 43 but still yeah it's warranted but again it's just like what difference i mean it's okay what at the end of the day, what yeah, exactly. What difference does it make? Everyone's an adult. A 25-year-old is an adult. A 26-year-old right. is an adult. I can right. hang with whoever. Listen, as long as it's not no kid, like actual like child, who cares? If, if this is not like a, 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 a pedo situation, then why even then why even make that comment? Why make it sound like this is a terrible thing? Like again, this is and, and you know this musically, this is like bridging the gap, like you know the old heads and the new and the new, and, you know the the new generation, the Gen like Z. Like passing, the, ba- like what are we passing like? the baton. They're not Gen Z. Consi- what 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 is this new class? They're not Gen Z. What are they? Gen Y? Gen? What are they considered? Bro, I'm not. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't. I, I don't. Keep, I don't keep up with. I don't keep up with none of that shit. Gen Z, Gen Y, whatever you consider, whatever. But like, yeah, you're coming off as like a, 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 a old man on a porch, yelling at a bu- ye- yelling yelling at a bunch of kids that are having fun in the street playing stickball or you know playing hopscotch or some shit, you know. And that's exactly what Joe is. And you're, and you're yelling man. at them, and you're yeah, and you're yelling at them because they're they're laughing, they're having a good time, and you. And you know, and and, and the crazy thing is Joe Buttons isn't the only person that's like this. You have like, okay, so, you know, I I watch, you know, professional wrestling a lot. There are guys that hasn't been active in a wrestling scene in like 20, 30 years still timing in on like this new stuff. And it's like your opinion is kind of outdated. Like you're just sounding more bitter about the fact (laughs) that – that is not the way you would like it, but it's yeah. like you're too old it's, to even be. Broke. It's the same. It's the same thing with like sports, with football. You know, they made a lot of rule changes because of concussions, so you can't hit a certain way anymore. You can't hit. You can't hit the quarterback in the head anymore. You know, the quarterback is the most protective position. So of course you have, you know, linebackers, pass rushers from the eighties and nineties saying, well, that's not real football that, you know, it's kind of gone soft, you know, but they don't understand that 
listen, during your time, you know, in 20, 30, you know, 20, 30 years, shit's going to change. And you have to adapt to it. You have to adapt. That's why Drake is able to adapt. He's able to, you know, that's why he's able to be, to be so relevant and dominant and still be at the top for so long because he adapts to trends. He'll have no pro- he has no problem collaborating with, you know, uh, you know, someone brand new. Right. But I guess, but I guess in Joe's case, he wants Drake to only collaborate with, you know, older artists around his age. And it's like most of the people that's his age ain't even popping no more. So which again, if, if that were the so if that if that was the case, how come? Joe didn't feel that way when when Drake and Twenty One Savage did an album together. How come he which didn't was, feel that way? Which which keep in mind, people, this was only like a year ago. Yeah, what where was this? What was this a year ago? You know what? And, and going back to the question that you asked me initially, same thing with uh, Drake. Same thing with Drake and Little Baby making music together. Where was where was all this a year? Where was where was all this a year or two ago? Well, this is what I was gonna say. Okay, so back to what you were initially asked me. What do I feel about Joe Buttons? And I'm going to give you something like this happened two months ago. Um, so he was doing his podcast, and this clip was going around. I guess he got into it with one of his own co-hosts because Joe Buttons went and talked to one of his co-hosts' exes and said he was being emotional because he uh, was talking right. to his so here's the thing. Joe Buttons is a messy dude. If you think about his podcast as a whole and p- podcast in general, this is a whole, this is a whole, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The whole concept of podcast. You get these clips that go viral and that's Joe Buttons whole aim. His podcast becomes irrelevant if he doesn't have nothing viral to talk about. That clip yeah. that we saw two months ago, that was that was the catalyst to will people in like, oh, what's going on at Joe's podcast now? OK, two months has passed. Your interactions start to go down. Oh, let me spark up something. This is why he didn't say nothing back uh, when 21 and Drake did an album, because at that point he had enough engagements to keep his podcast yeah. over. Because let's yeah. the, let's let's call a spade a spade. This is not Joe Button's first podcast. This well, is pro- this is well. It's the same podcast, but well, you know, yeah, it's the same podcast. He, he, but he, you know, the beef with his old co-host from a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, that that was that was a big talking conversation. Um, but you're, I mean, you hit the you hit the nail on the head uh, in terms of um, what goes viral. The same thing with Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, it's just was Adam Twenty Two openly beefs with his co-host. And they left Matt Hoffa, my expert opinion. Uh, he went through something with old co-hosts talking over over money. You know, like, oh, he owed me money. Yeah. He's not. Pay-. He actually just went through it again with um, with a with a dude named Sean Bigger, who was you know who was uh, a co-host on uh, on his show for a few years, and he left just now. So yeah, anytime that there's like a, a partnership split up in in the podcast world. It's going to be talked about. Exactly, and it's 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 just 
to and even outside of the split ups, like remember that one clip that I keep talking to you about that one fat uh, milk dud head ass motherfucker who was saying like Drake don't have no classics. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People podcast. This is, I guess, the milk and butter or the formula for a lot of podcasts. They'll find something or say controversial to get the engagements, and it's so funny too because outside of Joe Budden's podcast. All these other people, like when you see these clips, you see the microphones, you see the setup, you know it's a podcast, but you never, you still don't know who the fuck this podcast belongs to. Right. And, and he named, and the podcast is named after him, which I think is kind of like, it's a little, it's a little narcissistic. It's a little egotistical considering it's you and like five other people. Exactly. Like, you know, you, like you couldn't come up with like a group name or something, you know, like I get Joe Rogan, but that's just Joe. It's just Joe Rogan. Like he, it, it's just him. Well, you know what? To be completely honest with you, our podcast is like the most uninitial, uh, the most unoriginal podcast name is literally called the podcast. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. But w- listen, you and I, we just do this for fun. Like I like I enjoy having conversations with you. Like, right. I didn't care. I, like, you could have came to me and be like, "Hey, uh, like, hey, Mike, we're gonna we're gonna name this podcast after after me," and I would have been like, "All right, cool. I don't care." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, again, I, like, I'm not narcissistic, so that's the only reason why I I never would have imagined me calling the podcast the, the the pimp show or something crazy like that. Um, pimping, pimping out with pimp. Or pimped out or pimped out pod. Right, this the, is pimped the pimped out, out pod. The pimp pod. I, I like I feel like if I call it the pimp pod, I need to be talking about hoes more. And like Oh, you would think see, that would that would see that would be a misrepresentation. <laughs> like, no, this ain't that, you know. <laughs> but but I mean, because again, like I mean, I'm not narcissistic and like I knew uh, like the whole setup is I knew I was going to have somebody on the podcast like before you even offer because here's a fun here's another podcast fun fact uh Prem actually says ask like he didn't ask me but he offered to say like hey if you need a co-host blah 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 I'm always here for you and that yeah, and, you know and, yeah. and, and so then <laughs> But the original format, I knew I was going to have somebody. Like, when I came up with the idea for the podcast, in my head, when I was writing down ideas, I, I was just like, listen, I'm going to have, somebody's going to fill in uh, uh, that uh, spot because, for me. Be, be, because you know, it's, you know it's so daunting. It's hard for someone to do a podcast, and it's only them. Like, you're, then, talking, you're, you're, talking to, you're talking to a camera. There's no, like... And there's no sort of like conversation or engagement. So that's why people, you know, opt to have like, you know, a two person podcast, a three person podcast. So in this case for Joe, six, six freaking microphones, too many opinions. I feel like that's too, too many opinions. Like, I mean, it seems like they have a good dynamic going. I mean, I haven't tuned in, um, to, to Joe's pod in, in a little while, but, um, right. It seems like they have a good dynamic going. I mean, with I mean, if it did listen, if it wasn't going to work, it would have fell apart a long time ago. And I think they've, uh, I think they've all been together now um, since the beginning of the year. So, 
Well, I feel like me personally, like no matter how big this podcast go, like I would keep the podcast dynamic at two, maybe three people. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And that and that was and that was his old format um, with his old uh, co-host before you know they split up. But to get back to, um, I guess we could go into Drake's statement. I mean, it was it was a long it was a long uh, Instagram comment he wrote under Axe post. But just essentially, he pretty much called Joe a failure in music. Like, and he's kind of giving like, see, this is like this is this is bigger than this is bigger than just Drake in a sense because right. he's essentially saying, listen, artists, don't let someone like Joe shit on your you know shit on what you got going on you know in your career because he failed at his you know. It's kind of like what you said. It's like that one guy that scored 60 points one time is telling Giannis and LeBron and Steph how to play ball, you know? Yeah, like you're unequipped. Like the one, like the one good, like, like the one good, the one great legacy game that he had. And ever, and ever since then he was garbage, you know? And, and okay. A lot of people also, when they, when this happened with Joe, and Drake, they try to compare it to Nas and J. Cole. But here's where the difference, here's the huge difference, okay? When Nas talked to J. Cole, J. Cole was just getting his feet wet in the industry. So this he wasn't like five, six albums in, and then Nas came along and was like, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Like, no, J. Cole, I think it was on his by a second album, Nas spoke to him. And like he just got on the main yeah, yeah, he came out with the Let Nas Down song on that right. second album. Right. So I mean, but I mean at the time, like he was doing numbers in the mixtape world. I mean, to to this day, like my top one of my top favorite mixtapes outside of the drought series was Friday Night Lights. That's in my top but, five. But, but I mean, that's different because not like Cole was Still brand new. Nas, yeah. of course, was Nas. Like we're talking like yeah. over 20, 20 years in at that point. And yeah. super successful. Like couple of classic albums under his belt. Yeah. Um, you know, song like legendary songs. This is this is opposite because again, like Joe does not have a classic album. Joe does not have a classic mixtape. I mean, we know about the the mood uh, the mood music series, but go back and listen to those series. Like the production sucks, the mixing is bad. It sounds so dated. This isn't like a, a fabulous, uh, you know, soul tape series, or this ain't like Little Wayne's Drought series. Like some of the, like the more legendary uh, mixtape series. This ain't that. Death to the Joe competition. Or, Joe uh, does not have a classic to his name, and that's why people only know him for Pump It Up, which, by the way, is like a dated, it's a dated old song that would not ring off anywhere today. Right. Even people, like, even people like Bow Wow, who, regardless of how you feel about Bow Wow, he at you least gotta, has... You got to put respect on Bow Wow and his music. He at least has... got to put respect a, on it. He at least has a discography, and that's the key word that Joe forgets. He has a di- Bow Wow has a discography of success. Let's just call it that. And, and another thing too, and, but forget the music part. Well, actually, one more thing about the music part. Joe was in a group, 
Slaughterhouse. Yeah, I remember that. A lot of people to this day feel like Joe was responsible for why Slaughterhouse broke up. I wouldn't be surprised. He's a messy dude. And Joe has, and Joe has kind of like tiptoed that narrative and not really openly admit his, um, I mean, I wouldn't put it all on Joe. I think like you got to put some on the label and you know, and whatnot. But like, I do think Joe was outspoken to the point where the group was just never on the same page after that, you know? And it kind of, it kind of messed everything up for them for a while. Um, but not only that, Joe, listen, anywhere that Joe goes, he ends up losing his job. He had his everyday struggle job on Complex. I used to watch that. That was a great show with him and academics. I tuned in every day to watch. You know one thing I forgot about that to mention yesterday about everyday struggle? You knew Joe was a messy dude. And, and, and this is Joe Budden's narrative. Remember when he almost got into it with the Migos during the uh, yes, MTV that was, Awards? Listen, that was, he got into it with Little Yachty. Because little Yachty didn't know what a 360 deal was, didn't know it was in his contract, and Joe seemed, it looked like Joe was just barking on him the whole time. You know, I mean, at the time, like, again, like, Yachty was a kid at the time, so, you know. And, and, and look, to, and, and no one knows about bad contracts more than Joe. He was signed to several bad deals in his career. Right. Uh, like, several. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you that. Um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so um, he had the every, he had the everyday struggle show with Act that worked. That was a great dynamic. But after just one year, Joe left, and that was Joe's show. Like he pitched he pitched that idea to Complex, right? He brought the yeah. show to Complex. It's not like Complex came up with the show themselves. And you know what Complex did? They booted Joe off and brought in another co-host. And the show, of course, crumbled eventually. It was never the same once Joe left. But, Joe, you weren't smart enough to keep the everyday struggle name and rights. You actually, you actually let them take your show from you? And they booted you? Okay, that, I mean, that's, that's that nasty is, work. That, that is bad. Bit. Like, so don't, don't come to me talking about business. Like, if you're, if you don't, if you're a terrible businessman... Don't come to me talking about business if you're a terrible businessman. I'm not taking no advice from you. Oh, of course not. Like, okay, At imagine all. this. That's like me. That's like me. Okay, so everybody that most people that listen to the podcast knows this, that this podcast is under like my LLC, which is Lockdown Radio and Media. This is like somebody taking the rights to my podcast. Shout out to Ghana. Uh, Ghana. Um, this is like someone basically rebranding my shit, replacing me, and now I don't have no say so in in on it because, and this was all my idea. Like this is basically my shit. Like yo, that's nasty work, bruh. That is, I listen. I can never, I can never. So like, and, you know, and, and he's and listen. And look, you had your listen throughout all this. He still had his podcast because you know that's his. You know, I mean. That, you know, where else did he get fired from? He got, fu- listen, he got fired. Um, he had a show on, he had, he had a show on Revolt, State Revolt, of the Culture. Yes. It was Diddy, uh, Diddy's Network. 
again, pretty good show. Nice cast of dynamics. Him, Remy Ma. Um, who else was there? Uh, Ebony K. Williams was there. Um, and that and that fell apart after like a year or maybe just under a year. And here's the funny thing, right? When... We don't know. Like we don't know what happened. Like still, we don't know what happened there. We don't know why that show was never that. Why that show never came back. Maybe they'll put. Maybe they'll blame COVID for it. I don't know. But okay, cool. And then last but not least, uh, again, this is from what I from what I know. If, if there's others, then let me know. But he had a show on AMP, Amazon. We talked about it. Everyone got booted. Him, I, they're closing up shop because of low ratings. Right. Like I, I would think that. Joe's amp show was bringing in a good amount of viewership, I would think. But maybe I was wrong in that maybe no one just cared enough to to tune in. And the thing is, when you have a track record like this, like, I mean, okay, your podcast successful. Again, I will pat you on the back for that. From but what again, we know, listen. From what we know, his podcast is successful, but we don't know what he's making. We don't know what his co-hosts are making. You know, like year, like yearly wise. You know, like we don't know. Like, did has Joe made a million dollars from his podcast? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, he's I'm making not, money. I'm not. I'm not, I'm, not his, I'm not his accountant. I'm not. You know. I mean, it's we still, know for a fact that he's making money. That's what we do know for certain. Yeah, he's making money. I mean, yeah, he is. I mean, but you know, wearing expensive, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton uh, slides and whatnot. Cool, cool. Um, but I mean, again, Drake is just saying, listen, don't let this guy who has failed time and time again in business and music tell you how to, you know, how, how to run your career, you know, how to dictate your career. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's really it. I mean, and again, uh, I think it, it's not about the music itself. It's not, about the, it's not about his critiques for the album. I mean, Joe actually said he likes the album. It's just all that extra shit talking about, yo, like, stop hanging out with these these kids. To, to Joe, to Joe, a 26, 25-year-old's a kid. Because, again, Joe is 44. So, right. So when, when he says stop hanging out with these kids, he means stop hanging out with these 25, 26-year-olds and hang out with, and hang out with, you know, guys, your own, people with in your own age and even older. You know, which again, like if that's what he does, then that's yeah, that's, his such a, that's such an old that's such a, that's such a I hate that. I hate that. If I went to the if I went if I went out this weekend, if I went to the bar, okay, I'm 32. If I went out to the bar with friends, and I'm and and I'm having conversations with you know a 26 year old, not you know man or girl, doesn't matter. It's just, we're just having fun conversations. Am I not allowed to like have a good time and and enjoy myself? Uh, You know, 
Well, according in, 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 in the company of, you know, in the company of somebody that's just a few years younger than me. Well, according to people, that's absolutely that's a no, no. I had to just only hang out with my own age group. Mind you, my own age group probably doesn't even go to the bars anymore. Probably doesn't even go to the clubs anymore. Like, they're probably just, you know, being, you know, family men, family men or, or dads, fathers. Or maybe they're just, like, they're, they're washed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, listen, is, at the end, my personal opinion about the whole age thing, listen, enjoy life. You know, like. As like, long it, as it's not no pedophile situation. Yes. It is all fair game. 35, yes. 35, 25. But Joe, again, your baby mother is like 14 years younger than you, bro. You need to chill out. Right. You need to chill out. And mind you, as men, right? We're in our 30s, right? Right. We would listen, we love a 25-year-old girl. Like we like, you know what I'm saying? Like right, as, but- men, as men in our 30s. We would love the chance to get with a 25, 26-year-old girl, like, like just sexually, you know? But ain't nothing wrong with getting with a girl our age, neither. At the end of the day, men don't care, like, what, you're 25, you're 35? We don't care. As long as you're beautiful and you're good-looking... Right, like I mean, right? You got some, you, like you got like some. Not, I mean, your ass fat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right, like like the go, the, the go tos. Like, yeah, like there's nothing. Yeah, wrong like the go tos, the uh, you know, the 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 showstoppers, the eye gra- the eye catchers. You know. I mean, but, but you know, but my life is over, bro. I'm I'm engaged now. My life is over. I can't do that. But but, but, <laughs> but listen, but listen. Regardless, man. Well, first of all, you go into the next chapter of your life. Don't you don't have to say like your life. So I'm your just saying, day. if I if I were single, okay, if I were single at 32, and I meet somebody, if I meet a girl who's 26, that's that's there's no issue, right. There's no issue. She's mature. I'm mean, listen. I only get with mature women. I don't get with like immature women. I know there's. I know there could be immature women at 26, but there's also mature women at 26. And, you know, once you talk and once you get to know the person better, then you would know. You know what I'm saying? So that that's just that's just what it is. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, like. Like these are for, these are these are pointless statements coming from a guy who wasn't successful in his own career. And I feel like we've been saying that we've been hitting the nail on. I have a feeling. This. So today, I um, there's a clip going around that. Um, well, according to academics, because you know he's an he he has the inside scoop, I guess. Uh, Drake and Joe. Drake and Joe Budden had a private conversation, you know, to, I guess, just hash it out and air out their grievance and whatnot. So if that's the case, then I expect Joe to, you know, whenever he does his podcast next to come and pretty much apologize for like, Hey, you know, for, for that, for that accusation, for that statement that he made, you know, 
I don't know. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Knowing Joe and knowing Joe's history, he may just double down and just be like, and just, you know, maybe just feed off of all the attention that, you know, I don't know. I mean, listen, I mean, whatever works. I mean, I mean, if they had a private conversation, that's cool. Me, personally, I wouldn't have a private conversation with anybody that just got done shit. Because, again, you got a man that's... Well, if you should... Listen, if you shit on me, and then I come back and I shit on you, then I guess a private conversation afterwards is warranted. I don't know. I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm just... I just got malice like that. Like, once there's a problem, man, it's yeah, like... You're, yeah, you're a very malice type of guy. I, I've noticed that. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's like, okay, like... Because I don't do shit to bother people. I just say how I feel. I and, and I just chill. But at the end of the day, if somebody, yeah. if somebody, normally I'm the one. Yeah. Like even when you see me like beefing with somebody on Twitter, like it's normally like I'm being attacked first. Like re- like remember before we, I think we were still doing the podcast at that point, or we just started. Rem- remember when uh, I had to tell what's his face about himself, all because like uh, I just right right. Right. And, and remember, did I say anything out of line or like anything? No. Like I, I no, gave you, him No, listen, you kept it yeah, you kept it on him. You didn't really bring anyone else into it and you know. Right. And then when he <laughs> went that personal line, like, oh yeah, that's when I let him have it. Fun as fact, you should as as you should have, because that had nothing to do with the situation. So you know, exactly. nothing to do. So he was, exactly. he was, foul, he was foul for that. And you dumped on him. So exactly. So um, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, that's where my mousey comes from. Cause it's like, cause I'm the type of person, like I give too many free passes out. So I like, and, and I even said this like on, to you yesterday, like if, if I, if something, if I say something to you, right. And then, like, if somebody says something to me and then, like, you, I let it slide, normally what happens is people try to start digging in that wound that they just opened. And you just got to cut it off sometimes. Like, sometimes you can't give yeah. out passes. Yeah. And I feel like with Drake, like, he gave passes to people for years. And, you know, like, once they saw, like, that weakness, like, oh, he's not going to say that. Let's just keep going in. <laughs> That's what they did. It finally Drake got it to his boiler point. Like well, this. again, like Drake has been hated by people. I mean, more more loved than hate. You know, not everyone is universally loved. You definitely everyone has haters. Everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like pick even 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 Mother Teresa had her haters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the most holy the most holy person even had haters. So uh, I mean, that's just what it is, man. That's the music industry. That that's that's the music industry. That's 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 what happens when you're a celebrity in general. You know, um, people could just make up some shit and run with it. And I mean, depending on if you even give a shit or not to even respond to someone that you you know can deem to be irrelevant. See, Drake knows that Joe's voice is loud. You know. Right. So him responding to Joe Budden is 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 understanding. Now, if Drake would have responded to uh, Joe Schmo from Nebraska, that has like that averages like five viewers 
each episode, each of his podcast episodes, then that is, then that's kind of wild. Like Drake, how come you're responding to this? Nobody, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely warranted. Um, me personally, like this is, this is just a bunch of nothing. Uh, it's just enjoy the music, man. It's a great album. Enjoy the music. I've I've been playing the album nonstop. This hasn't affected my listening experience, and nothing ever will. Like you, like you, no name Twitter dweebs can't tell me nothing. Like I, I, you tweet about you tweet about someone you so called hate more than you tweet about someone that you claim to like. I mean, and normally that's how it goes. Because again, like go, like like going like going promote your favorite. Go and promote your favorite artist's music. How come you're you're giving all this attention to somebody that you supposedly don't like? All that energy, right? Right. I don't, I don't know. No one can really answer that question to me. You know, I guess I guess I got them stumped. <laughs> well, it's not so much as that because they, they know for a fact, like no matter how positive they are about another person's music, it's still not. It's still going to go triple paper. But I've never seen. But I've never seen these people tweet about them. I've never seen them tweet about them. I never seen them promote, "Hey, you guys should go listen to this. This sounds great." Like they give all their energy towards someone they suppose and I have to say supposedly because deep down I feel like they're fans themselves. They're just in the closet. They're just in the closet. They're listen, they're just in the cl- yes, they're closet fans. I am listen. If you put that much energy into somebody, you're a fan. If I don't like someone, I'm not going to talk. I'm never going to talk about them. They're, they're, they're irre- to me, they're irrelevant. They don't matter to oh, me. Oh, yeah, there's that's, that's a lot of people who we don't even you know what speak I'm saying? on. I mean, we joke a lot on the podcast, but there's a lot of people that we don't even speak on the podcast. Just yeah. for the simple fact that. We, if we have to talk about them, it's only because that, you know, they were trending. That's it. That's it. Right. Like they took over the news cycle for a day. So we'll have to cover this topic. We'll have to cover them and their story, you know? So we'll talk about them and then guess what? We'll, we'll forget about them. You know? I mean, and even there's some people that even like, I think about like for like 2.5 seconds. And I would still never bring them on a podcast because if I'm not a fan yeah, of your music, like all I'm that not a neg- fan. Like all that negative energy, like I listen, that's, 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 I don't know how they could do that. Like, I don't, well, it's that's a not special, my, that's not, that is not my speed. Like it's I, a special yeah. group of people that just wake up in the morning and before they even eat breakfast or brush their teeth, they got something negative to say about something. Those are the, oh those, man, those, they're, oh man, they're hate tweeting in the morning with bad breath. Oh God. Oh jeez. Cause, cause the streets will never know. Damn. That's crazy. Y'all are tweeting with bad breath. Damn. Bro. <laughs> no, that sounds like a. That sounds like a good tweet itself. I might have to drop that tomorrow morning you know, when I wake up. And you know what? You know how many people would be in a much better mood if they woke up and like not and, and the first thing they didn't do was send out hateful tweets if they just went and brushed their teeth and had a bacon, egg, and cheese. A bacon, egg, and cheese would put everybody in a good mood. Right. You know, and you don't even have to drink coffee. Like, drink some tea. I just got some tea. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah, like a, a glass of OJ, like... Have a well-balanced breakfast. It will put you in a great mood. 
it, w- it yeah. wouldn't have you, it wouldn't have you, you know, pretty much hate yourself. And, you know, that's what it is. Is like all their hatred, like all their, all their lashing out towards people. It's just a self representation of their own self hate and their own failures. That's just what it is. Yeah. And you know, like, uh, fa- like people that have failed at, at maybe not just one thing, but multiple things. They, they hate the fact they hate others that are successful that are that are just winning in life that that's just what it is like they're just forever just a walking dark cloud and everything that they see around them is all sunshines and 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 you know flowers they they want to like try and shit on it with their with their miserable ass Man, like, I mean, it, it's really sad work because at the end of the day, this is a great album. I'm not going to lie to you why I edit this. I'm next episode, listening. next episode, we're going to talk about the album. We will. We'll, we'll, get, we'll talk about the music and none of this, none of this extra stuff. That, that's why we wanted to get this out of the way. Like all this, all this uh, backlash. It's not even backlash. I, I, again, you got to put air quotes at backlash. You know, you got to right. put air quote. You got to put air quotes under controversy because there's nothing controversial. There's no. There's no backlash. There ain't and, nothing. This is this and, is a bunch. This is a bunch of nothing. And plus, we got. And I feel like we did a disservice with last episode because we didn't talk about no sports. You know, we didn't talk about nothing but this album. And again, that's why we putting this out now because. If we didn't, if we didn't, the next episode, oh yeah, two three hours long, yeah, get your popcorn ready. Like we we would have been. Yeah, I mean, seconds. yeah, yeah, we're probably at an hour by now with this. So yeah, that's that's why we had to get this out of the way. So again, like I mean, and there's no like, uh, oh guys, should I end it off on a positive note? Stop hating all the goddamn time, man. Goddamn. Um. Yeah, and uh, mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You know what? <clears throat> Losing my voice. Shit. Losing my voice right now. Um, Come on. We got one more to pump out this week, man. You can't be losing <laughs> your voice now. <laughs> we we got one Listen, more of these to pump out. One, one, one more advice, and we're going to end it. Well, that I will give, and I'm going to stop talking, and maybe we're going to end it. And maybe we'll title this episode this. But at the end of the day, you don't know these people. Right. Absolutely. Sit, sit with that. As a regular person, a middle-class person, I don't know. I don't know Joe Budden. I don't know Drake. I, so that, that goes for everybody. We don't know these people. We, shouldn't exactly. interde- we should not interde- interject ourselves into their lives as if we personally know them when we don't. We shouldn't be making up stories about them when we're we don't know jack shit about them. Like, I'm sorry. If I don't have your, listen, if I don't have your phone number, I don't know you. Exactly. If I don't have, if I don't have access to you, I don't know you. And I'm not going to be spreading lies and coming up with narratives that aren't true. Hey, look, you are lucky. People are lucky that Drake and even like other celebrities, they're not going the Cardi B route. <clears throat> they're not going the Cardi B route. If you don't know, Cardi B, Tasha K, Tasha K said a bunch of shit about Cardi B on her podcast a while ago. 
Cardi took her to court for uh, slander, for defamation of character, and she won. She won her case. And now this lady, who I guess is broke now, I mean, she really didn't have any money to begin with, owes Cardi like $4 million in damages. Right. $4 million that she does not have. So listen, people, count your fucking blessings that Drake doesn't take you to court for, for that same reason and pretty much make you go broke because he, he has a case and he will win. Right. Like, listen, at the end of the day, like people like Prem said, mind your business, drink some water, brush your teeth. I, I don't know which one is more important, brushing your teeth or drinking water, but I feel like that goes hand in hand. And listen, just enjoy the fucking music, please. Just enjoy life and stop and, and stop. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just stop being miserable. Uh, just stop being just a bunch of hateful, no life troll motherfuckers. You know, like I don't know. Find find something that you like to do. Find exactly. something you find something that you like to do. And if for some reason you can't think of something that you like to do, then you have to reevaluate your life because that is sad, very sad. And I and I would pray for you. So that's all I got to say. And and listen, that would do it for this bonus episode. Y'all y'all got a treat this week, or for the last two weeks, because three episodes in two weeks. God damn! Christmas came early, Prem, for the people. And this oh, is man, why we we uh, we're blessing them with like some content, a lot of content. Yes, and this this is why we are the tag team champions of the people because we get and we'll be people. back and, and and we'll be back um, probably in a few days. We'll Literally. be back this week. Yeah. Literally. So Literally. don't don't miss don't miss us don't miss us <laughs> too soon because we'll be back. Listen, we gave y'all we're gonna give y'all at least close to five hours of content within two weeks. Listen, that is overtime. Listen, Spotify, Apple, we need that check cut. Yeah, listen, Ghana. Definitely Ghana. <laughs> listen, listen, we uh, listen. I still listen. I'm still waiting on a response from Ghana. Uh, we, we somebody we give, it, we, we give it. Listen, we all put it in work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So look, right. that'll do it for this episode of the podcast and for the Million Dollar Dream Prime. This is your boy Pimp, and we're out. <laughs>